batten down your hatches. You're listening to Wisdom of One. Cool, guys. So first of all, how is everybody? How's every old thing? What does my ring do? <laughs> so when last we left you guys, you were all standing in a sewer, looking through a grate onto the working floor of what appears to be a mine slash foundry where there are slaves digging up ore and being whipped by dwarves in black cloaks. The slaves are all the white warrior creatures that you've been contending with. Boy, sure glad we killed all those slaves. In the background, the din of mass murder has been slowly fading out over the course of the last episode, and it's starting to sound a little bit quiet. There's no longer anybody pounding at the force field that Runnis had put up over the mouth of the tunnel there. Oh, right. Mm, Interesting. Can I do like a retroactive stone cunning to figure out, based on the structure of the building, was that made by dwarven hands? Because I feel like... Because you feel like you definitely want to start with something Something super boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could be an asshole again. Woohoo! <laughs> Dwarven masonry would have been just a lot better because I need to know whether how old this structure is. When did the dwarves get here anyway? Because how does it feel? What was its relationship with its father like? <laughs> yeah. Also, what favorite colors? You know, the standard kind of stuff you want to know about people. It's important, you know. You know, this is why I start just randomly killing people and casting <laughs> spells. <laughs> I'd be a much better teammate <laughs> otherwise. So, yes, go ahead and absolutely do a retroactive stone cunning. You just close your eyes and picture the way the castle looked when you were laying on your side in a sexy reclining pose. Woo! And just picture what that's like. I'm telling you, like, I can just close my eyes and see it now. Oh, yeah, I remember I was all sexy-like and had arrow in my mouth, a little bit through my cheek, kind of hurt, but... Yeah, I remember everything, because I rolled an Addy 20! Holy shit. (laughs) Wow, way to roll the most useless 20 ever. No, it's totally useful. Come on, man. Think about it. We can... Because I'm sure that the stonework is a plot point moving forward. Oh my god. But (laughs) think about what you'll know. You'll know whether this building was built before the racist dwarves got here, or if this is something that happened afterward. Because that'll change things. (laughs) Maybe these white creatures have been around for a long time. That could make a big difference about how we go through this castle. Maybe you'll do something different. (laughs) I've already cast Alarm. (laughs) That's right. (sighs) You'll have to remind me what song that was. Oh, I Want It That Way. Oh, yes. By the Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. (laughs) Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Sorry. (laughs) So, Dagan. Yeah. It is very obviously not made by dwarves, and it's very obviously very old. All of the seams between the stones are actually really deep, and that's what allowed um, Spang to climb the outside of the wall with no effort needed whatsoever. He could stick his fingers right in. Aha! You know, very old and not made by dwarves also describes your mom, Dagan. <laughs> no, my mom was a dwarf. Oh, oh, oh. My dad that was a half-orc. <laughs> Although, I don't know if I would know that. That image was creepier now that I thought about it. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, no. Okay. But also, the whole pattern of the stonework is completely different and nothing like anything you've seen before. <clears throat> there are all these shapes and faces and basic animal shapes that are stone inlays. Like, they built the stone around the other stone to create all these crazy shapes. Oh, cool. Looks like a puzzle, actually actually put together more so than just stone masonry. Yeah. And it's all very old. The stone is kind of a volcanic stone, which I guess you'd imagine. But what is totally different and new are all of these black iron doors and grates and all of the new pieces. That's all very recently put in and very obviously dwarven. Uh-huh. So somebody moved into an old place and fixed it up. Fixer upper. Wow. Can't wait to change what I was going to do now. <laughs> fixed it up or turn it in to a prison. <laughs> the property brothers are totally ready to turn this around at a sweet profit. <laughs> Seems like they exploited whoever was down here. Hey, let's figure out if we can talk to the child. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
So one last detail before I release the uh, reins on the whole plot line and give up completely. <laughs> one thing I didn't mention is the grate that you're looking through where you are looking in onto the work floor has about a, a hundred slave creatures and about 20 dwarves and cowls, but it's right about eye level. So you're looking at the floor level and looking up. And so any nastiness that drains through the floor would then end up in this grate and then drain downhill into the beach out there. Trickle down economics. <laughs> yeah. You're much more undercover than at least I pictured when I listened to myself describe it. You're not standing there in front of like this open doorway with a couple bars across going, look at them peoples over there. <laughs> Although what's wrong with that? We, apparently we can stand in front of like an entire army and not be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I'm the worst DM of all time. <laughs> no, you're too kind is what it is. Yeah, that's what I said. So Skankra, Dagon closed his eyes, pictured stones and mm, stonework, mommy, mommy, mom. What do you do? Oh, I believe I had already put on my ring. Yes, indeed. And now there is a very faint, mild, purplish smoke emitting from around your hand area. It feels vibrating and a little cold and you feel kind of special, but don't quite know why. Okay. Okay, well, there's really only one way to test this. I punched Dagon. <laughs> okay, uh, roll an attack. I'm still humming and humming hump stones. Oh shit, I rolled a four. <laughs> okay, I don't do it well. So Dagon, some smoke drifts by your face and you hear like a little whoosh. <clears throat> but that's about it. What was that all about? Don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. I'll never worry about things when you tell me not to worry about them. <laughs> so, as fun as that exercise was, you do feel a magical potential, and you feel like you will be able to just activate it just by using your focus of will to get it going. You're not sure what it's going to do. Oh, activate it, activate it. Uh, so go ahead and <laughs> roll a charisma saving throw. Okay. And then text me a basic motivation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, shit. All right, well, I, I can tell you what the role was. I just have to text you the motivation. Okay. If you want to keep it secret, I guess. Obviously. I got a 19. Nice. All right, and let me text you something. So go talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, I want to, like, inspect the grate and stuff. Yeah. And see how it can be open. Does it open inward? Does it open outward? Does it slide to the side? Or does it kind of twist around? Or It has six bolts set into the stonework. Mm. The bolts don't look that sturdy. It's not like... Like a prison grate where it's designed to prevent somebody from crashing through or escape or something like that. You think that with a decent pull, you could probably rip it out, and at the very least, you and Runnus could probably pry it out. So it doesn't seem like it's a true dead end. Couldn't make a lot of noise, though. Yes. Okay. Mm. All right. So, Skankrog, go ahead and roll a d12. Okay. Secret things make Scott uncomfortable. Uh, four. Four. Okay, so Skankra, reach into your spiritual, not spiritual, your magical, you have no spiritual center, uh, <laughs> your magical center, and feed a little tiny bit of your intention into this ring, and you feel this slippery, static, electricy feel of the power as it emits into the room, and you see two of the slave creatures just stop what they're doing, drop digging tools. One of them drops an axe, and the other one drops a bushel of of rocks and they both stare and turn to each other and immediately start making out. <laughs> what? Full on soul kissing. <laughs> Oh. One of the guards starts screaming something in ancient dwarvish, which sounds like someone chewing gravel. And then he stops and looks at another dwarf in a cowl and walks over to him and they start making out. Oh my god. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Romance at its finest, but as we know, workplace romances are doomed from the very start because there's that whole power structure thing. It just never works. I think it's your glowing pinkness, Dagan. You're just general sense of sex positive musk. I kind of feel like maybe I'm missing out. I, 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 I want to get in there. <laughs> I don't think it's an orgy per se. Yet. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's weird. Not what you expected. Um, Especially given the way the guy manning the ballista was talking. He didn't think that they were really open to that sort of thing, but but there they are. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's, that's really unusual. I've never really seen that sort of thing at work before. It's nice that they're expressing themselves, though. That's good. Right? Yeah, it's kind of nice. 
makes me feel like I don't want to punch them as hard. <laughs> the slaves? Hey, Kaylee, uh, do you have any, like, oil or something that we can put on this grate so we can try to open it quietly or something? Or- oh, yes, Thor. No problem. Let me just go get my uh, adventurer's kit. <clears throat> a what? And I'll, I'll pull out all these tools and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, I'll just, um, stand here. Oh, wow. We're just killing it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, she pulls out oil and then a number of small fine metal tools and she's able to take the bolts straight out, wind them out without making any sound. And then the grate is gently lowered to the floor. So now you have an open section that you could crawl through pretty easily, but only one person at a time. And you hear some more yelling from the other room and both of the couples now have a, a circle of creatures or people around them yelling at them. So they're kind of distracted then. I would say yes. Okay, so I want to like crawl in a hole and then see if I can see a place where I could scoot into the room and then hide. Okay. A room scoot? Yeah, I want to do a room scoot. Can I manage a room scoot? Yeah, so roll perception to find a suitable hiding place. Ooh, 19. Sweet. Oh, wait, no. 21. Fantastic. So they're digging in the face of a wall that's somewhat close to where you are, and there are a number of crevasses in there that are no longer manned. They're empty. Looks like they're older pits, and you could easily run across... Love those older crevasses. They still got good stuff in them, even though they voted for Nixon. (laughs) (laughs) But you feel like you could scoot in there and hide really easily. I could do a quick scoot and slide into an old crevasse. All right, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Uh, Nice. And try to be stealthy-ish or something. Those are known as snow leopards. Is that what that's <laughs> called? Uh, so yeah, go ahead and now uh, like move silently. Wow, twenty-four! Holy shit! Whoa! So you just move so silently that pink glow that you emanate is sort of sucked back into you for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just disappear into the crevasse, and now all you can see is this faint throbbing pink coming from one of the... uh, Crevasses? Empty holes, yeah. (laughs) The old crevasse is throbbing pink? Pink throbbing that has awakened something that was long since dormant and forgotten about. (laughs) Why do we always do this? Jesus. Repression, I think, is probably the word. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, Skankra, what's up? Okay. (laughs) You guys seem repressed. It's not me making all the NPCs make out with each other. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to play along. I'm going to try to do the same thing, sneak through, but into a definitely a different crevasse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Stealth. Uh... Well, uh, well, oh, I have a plus one stealth, so four. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, you step up out of the, uh, Hi, I'm Skankrock! <laughs> out of the hole and walk right into a whole row of picks that are leaning up against the wall, and they fall like dominoes, one into the other, into the other, into the other. Clang, 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 clang. So loud that it even draws people's attention away from the two free sex shows that are going on in the room. (laughs) But wait, isn't he like kind of invisible? Yes, that is true. Yeah. Thank you, that's a good point. It lasted four rounds, but believe it or not, our entire episode last time was less than four rounds. So, (laughs) uh, we're never going to get anywhere in this story. (laughs) Stay tuned for season two in 40 years. (laughs) Exactly. So go ahead and... Oh, there's no hide, huh? I could... Oh, I just rolled stealth. That didn't go well. So you freeze because that's what people do. You are essentially no more visible than a shadow, but you're a shadow that knocked down a whole row of really loud metallic picks. Very clumsy shadow. And one of the white creatures turns away from the circle of yelling and looks directly at you and throws a crystal dagger right at you. He rolled a natural 20. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Wow. So he saw you good. Now I'm going to see if he hits you. Wait, this is one of the slave guys? I'm Mm -hmm. trying to help you, sort of. (laughs) Uh, Will a 10 hit you? No! (laughs) Okay. He looks you dead in the eyes and then throws it over your head. (laughs) (sighs) 
We've got some really competent character battle happening right now. They can't all be winners, but he sees you. Like, he knows exactly where you are, and he's closing in. But he's all by himself, and he didn't pull anyone else's attention. Runnis mumbles to himself, and Skenkra, there's a very faint whitish outline around you that's not visible, it's not giving away your position, but you feel like you're protected. As well I should be, I'm the leader. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And Kaylee pulls out her bow and knocks an arrow and holds to wait to see what's going to happen. She'll be able to step into initiative whenever she chooses, because she held. Right, yep. Okay, now let's roll initiative. Ten. Twelve. Ha-ha! So, Dagan, you go first. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't... Um... You were focused on the victory and nothing else? Yeah. Locked and loaded. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, uh. It's gonna be so good. Gonna. I'm so excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna huck a shuriken at the guy who threw the knife. A shuriken, you say? Okay. That's a very monk thing to do. Yeah. I'm gonna. As I recall, you have a specific technique. Are you gonna be waving your arms around like you farted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's how I cast spells, too. I want to try to conceal it with a fart. <laughs> well, like, he probably doesn't have any idea that I'm throwing shuriken because I'm... No, he has no idea. It's this faint pink glow in the back of a pit. Will a 16 hit? Yes, it will. All right. Nice. Seven points of damage. So it hits him in the side, just underneath his armpit, and it spins him around completely, and he takes his eyes off of Skankra and is looking around frantically, trying to figure out where that came from. And then I kind of, like, step deeper in into the crevasse. I go deeper. (laughs) Just slide right in. (laughs) Slide into the back part. Uh, (laughs) It's not how deep you go, it's whether you scrape the side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, this is, this is... Yep. Three virgins talking into microphones. That's us. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay, so Skankra, your turn. Okay, so is this person the only one that is aware of us? Literally the only one that's paying attention to you. The two dwarves in cowls are now being forcibly pulled apart by their comrades. Three dwarves per dwarf. They're just yanking them apart and they're yelling and screaming. The two dwarves being separated are fighting desperately to get back to each other. <laughs> yeah, why do those guys hate love? With their lips going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's awesome. The white creatures are not interfering, but they've now accumulated a crowd of 50 white creatures now in a circle around those two. And then the other white creatures are continuing to work, but they're on the far side. I'm not a combat doctor, but I do feel we would be better served not to fight all 700 people in the room. Yeah. So I, in episode 14, am going to attempt something that I have attempted about 30 times and have failed every single time. But I feel this is my chance. Floating disc? (laughs) Floating disc would be perfect. (laughs) I'm going to cast Grease. Sleep. Oh, Grease. Grease is coming next. <laughs> it's the boring one, but it's useful. I'm going to cast sleep on this guy. Okay. Oh, and sorry, just so I know, your alarm, what is the trigger uh, for that? When I feel like it's funniest. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, gotcha. Yeah, that's definitely how that spell works. <laughs> <laughs> when it is most annoying to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so sleep, so he has to do a save past your spell uh-huh. modifier, which is what, a 13? About a 70. No, actually, sleep is just... God damn it. Scott. Oh, it's hit points. Yeah, you just roll... Uh, what is it? like? You roll a bunch of thirds. <laughs> I think it's 5d8, if I remember correctly. Okay. Why do you know that and I don't? Well, I know why I don't, but why do you? You've set him asleep multiple times, so he knows the sting. <laughs> That's true. All right, 5d8. Mm, uh, 25. He drops down on his face and does the silent equivalent of snoring. I did a thing! Yeah. I was so useful. And it's hard to go to sleep with a shuriken stuck in your chest, too. Like, that's really well done. <sighs> I put him to sleep. Wow, that worked surprisingly well. How come everybody else isn't paying any... Never mind, doesn't matter. So should I head to a crevasse as well, or what's the plan here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, um, 
somehow get around these people. Okay. What else is in the room? Like, are there doors and shit? Yeah, so there's a lot of heavy mining material. There are giant ovens in the far corner. There are a number of doors. All of them involve passing by a one group or another, but there are deep tunnels on the very far side that the slaves that are continuing to work are going in and out. There's mine carts and stuff like that. There's a giant anvil in the center of the room, and there are two dwarves that used to be hammering on it, but now they're pulling the two lovers apart. Ah. But it looks like there's a very serious forging operation going on. In terms of what's closest to you, uh, I would say there is a wooden door about 30 feet on the other side of the circle of slaves. That's the closest thing to you. Okay, and... Uh, why are we here and what are we doing? Yeah, that's actually a good question. Um... Did we have some sort of objective? Oh yeah, Thungren! Yeah, 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 let's try to find Thungren. Wait, is Thungren here? Um, maybe? Oh wait, there was a racist dwarf too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, where's the racist dwarf and your boyfriend? Yeah, well, but we also have to just undermine this mine. Ah, ah, yes. Speaking of undermining, I can hear Sean just dying. (laughs) (laughs) Beautifully crafted story. You silly billies. Every single episode, you have to remind yourself why we're risking our lives. (laughs) Well, why I'm risking your lives. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, our goal is to get killed here and never see the sun again. That makes sense. That finally makes sense to me. All right. Does it feel very obvious we're not going to be able to sneak around these groups of people? Well, Skankra, you might if you do it in the next couple rounds. Oh, great. Fuck those guys. I'm sneaking. (laughs) Okay, go for it. Uh, Move silently. Do better this time. All right, I'm doing it. Uh... <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? I rolled move loudly, actually. Uh... <laughs> so by the opposite, I did really well. Good thing you put that one guy to sleep so that you could just wake him up with a loud clang. <laughs> No, I'm just going to attract one at a time, and we're slowly going to work around till everybody is asleep. <laughs> so, I'm assuming that's Book of Random? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I listened to the last couple of episodes, and I was like, you know what? I need to participate more. I feel like I'm really not just getting on board with the story and being a function of progress. And I tried. Guys, I tried. Okay, so uh, roll a strength save. Oh, that's I'm good at that. <laughs> 11. That's good, but not good enough. So your left hand raises up in front of you and clamps down with a vice-like grip onto your throat and squeezes the air out of you. <laughs> Oh no, subconscious. (laughs) Now do a constitution save. Oh, I'm really good at that too. Four. Okay. You're, first of all, shocked that this has happened. And so you didn't even get that last gasp before your windpipe closed. (laughs) The tunnel vision starts. You feel the faint ringing in the ears. You get clammy and sweaty as your legs give out and Mm -hmm. you fall face first onto the ground, totally unconscious. Great. Great. Alarm. <laughs> With the last flicker of your brain power before it went to a holding pattern. Tell me why which actually goes with the romance of the room rather well. Totally. They want it that way, too. Yeah. So the music starts blaring out of the far side. <laughs> Everyone is really, really confused in this room now. <laughs> but then everything fades away. Bring me along, guys. It won't be boring. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Things will happen. All right, Dagan, what do you want to do now? Um... 
You threw a shuriken, hit the uh, warrior creature, he spins to you, then falls asleep, and then the shadowy Skankraw seems to reach towards his head and now is face first on the ground. Yeah. And the Backstreet Boys. And now the late 90s is going on in the far side of the room. Do you think it's... He was like, oh, wait, the Backstreet Boys are about to play, so I just want to be unconscious for this, or... (laughs) (laughs) Time to eject. Yeah. I want to be unconscious. Well, let's see. Skankraw's asleep. Uh, is everyone else, like, fairly distracted by the music? Is there a way that I might... I, I'm fucking glowing pink. <laughs> <laughs> How long does this thing last, anyway? Am I just permanently pink? As long as it's funny. So forever. <laughs> <laughs> and Kaylee is hiding in a tunnel next to you, but Runnus is just stepping into the room, and he's holding the hand of the small white creature. Oh, what about Flashy Lady? Is she there? Flashy Lady is just poking her head up at of the hole hasn't dared come in the room quite yet. She gave up on us a long time ago. So, is there a way that I might be able to make it to the door real quick while everybody's distracted, maybe? And then, like, nod over to Runnus? Yeah. So you want to get to the door past the group of slaves that are now looking away from the kissing towards the music. Yeah, you could hop (laughs) from one hole to the other, to the other, to the other. Just use protection if you're going to. Always trying to fill up some part of your soul (laughs) that'll never get satisfied because you can never have enough of what won't satisfy you. Yeah. You can love all the holes, but you can't love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you'd have to roll a a stealth. All right. Take a look at Runnus. Do a shifty eyes kind of thing. Maybe I like pull out a mushroom, like a green mushroom and kind of point at Skankraw and then uh, try to stealth zigzag, zigzag door. Okay. And stealth. I speak words, you know. (laughs) Oh. If you sit to This is where the world ends. Not in a volcano or a glacier. Not in New York or Tokyo. But in Detroit. In a dusty, abandoned lot tucked in the shadows of skyscrapers and stadiums. The end does not come in a fireball or tidal wave, but in a gentle late summer rain. It is here that hundreds of thousands of bodies, naked and twitching, will be pulled by mysterious and inexorable forces to march in a giant circle that rotates endlessly, like a hurricane made of flesh. A single drop of water is all it takes to join them. How long will they keep walking? What happens when the circle stops spinning? A Kindle Book Award finalist, The Dead Circle and its sequel Beneath the Snow, are available in paperback and digital download on Amazon.com. The Dead Circle by Keith Varney And now a special offer exclusively for Wisdom of One listeners. Buy The Dead Circle now for 0% off at wisdomofonepodcast.com slash buy stuff. You're listening to Wisdom of One Yeah, but Dagon doesn't. That's the problem. <laughs> okay, well, 15? Okay. That's better than a natural one. That's not bad. And in your favor, there are a lot of distractions here. You're welcome. The slave masters, they're screaming at each other. Backstreet Boys are playing music. And then there's the makeout session. So there's a lot going on. So yeah, you make it to the door. Yay! Is it locked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it is not. Okay, so I'll just slip inside real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, So, yeah, you crack it open, slip inside. It's a stairwell that is carved out of the stone that is going down and into the darkness. There's no light. So your dark vision kicks in, and you can just see that it's not a straight stairwell. It arcs off to the right and down. So it looks like it might be a spiral staircase, but not like a perfect one. Just like a Dr. Zeus sort of spiral staircase. All right, so I'm just kind of like, thanks for taking me with you. Hold there and just keep the door open just a crack. Kaylee steps in right behind you. She moves so silently that you didn't even see. 
and Runnis, in his plate mail with a child, stomps forward. Excuse me, excuse me. Pushes past the two guys kissing and shoves his way through the crowd of slaves while holding the hand of the little one and makes it to the door. The slave creatures all freeze and stare in his general direction and take two or three steps back. Yeah, just come get me. We'll have plenty of time while they're killing Runnis and the child. <laughs> well, no, I mean, Runnis probably looks exactly like the slavers, more or less. Because wasn't he wearing the... If you'll recall, I was wearing a cloak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right! I believe that was my idea. <laughs> um, did he grab Skankrow? Uh, he did not. He forgot. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Great. <clears throat> That's right. I have like six different plants. Don't worry. I'm but scared. he yeah, growls something and two of the white slave creatures run and grab Skankrow by his feet. Oh, by the way, Skankra, you are visible now. Your shadow presence thing has disappeared. Yeah, fair. And they drag you over to the door. Oh, great. The flashy lady is hiding still. <laughs> I don't know what to do with her. <laughs> yeah. She's extraneous. <clears throat> so now you're all in the doorway. You have two slaves that are dragging Skankra along the ground and the rest of you in the door. So, Runners, you can talk to these uh, slaves, I guess. Isn't it great when I'm unconscious? Because so much happens. Yeah, all I did was yell swear words in ancient dwarven. I figured it was probably close enough. Hmm. Um. Hmm. <laughs> you know, we must do a solo Dagon episode. <laughs> Super, runny bunny, why don't you send those guys away before they notice that we have a giant pink guy and a human female and that Skankra is just there, you know? Let's not let them think too hard. Yeah, yeah. Tell them not to think. All right. Continuous, normal, scum, blood something or others. They just drop Skankra and go back to gaping at little lovers. Okay, so let's close the door and then, uh... Skankra, go ahead and do a uh, saving throw. Whatever the constitution saving throw is. 14. Okay, that's good enough. You <gasps> whistling of air going through your crushed throat pulls just enough where you start coming around and you are conscious. Yeah, Skanky, that was an interesting strategy. Are we through the door or are we not? <laughs> yeah, totally. I just never would have thought to do that. Exactly. You wouldn't have thought precisely. <laughs> when the going gets tough, the tough try autoerotic is Asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, everybody else was getting some. Yeah, if David Carradine can do it, why not you? Yeah, it worked out great. That, that's another pop culture, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Sorry. <laughs> that's also incredibly dark. <laughs> well, that's nothing new. That's <laughs> true. So yeah, you are at the top of a windy stairway, got past an entire army of enemies somehow. Somehow, because of my fucking genius. Because of awkward eroticism, as normal. And 90s boy bands. <laughs> they weren't expecting that. How do we tell a flashy lady to just hang out? I guess she probably will just do that anyway, She'll right? fend for herself, and her death will buy us time. No, she can't die. That's not okay. I mean, technically, I'm sure she can. <laughs> yeah, but... Continuing to hold on to things that are no longer useful is technically hoarding, which is not a healthy behavior. <laughs> She's totally useful. She said she was going to do, like, all of the thinking things. <laughs> How is that going? If you hoard too many people, it's time for a yard sale. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. She seemed pretty resourceful. And it's really fun to say with a lisp, resourceful. Resourceful? She's going to go up to the farm upstate. Yeah, that's right. We release her into the wild, and she's free forever. She'll be so happy. I bet she'll be okay. Mm, okay. Well, let's go down the stairs, I guess, then. Yay! Real quiet-like. Right. Uh, what order? Who's going first and all that? And are we being quiet or are we doing the normal? <laughs> you know, I feel like we are quieter when not trying to roll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing louder than us trying to be quiet. Yeah, yeah I think maybe, you know, Kaylee and, and then me and, and then you two in the back, you know. Just put the chum up front. Yeah, okay, super. All right, so I'll move, move silently. I'll try it too. Okay, I'm pretty quiet. Oh. Nothing that Sean needs to brag about or anything, but it's good. <laughs> 15? That's not bad. Ah! 
Uh oh, did Skankra choke himself out again? Uh, no, I didn't. I did not roll a natural one. I doubled it. <laughs> natural two. <laughs> well, Ugh. to be fair, you're probably a bit woozy still, and <clears throat> so you're not as coordinated as you would expect. I never am. But also, there's a boy band concert going on behind. Nobody can hear us. Yeah, upstairs. Okay, so Skankra, your spanner slips out of your pocket and goes clang, lang, 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 lang down the stairs. Stairs, 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 stairs. I feel like that was an interesting narrative point by the DM, who was like, you should probably look at this spanner and see all the purple glowing metal all around. <sighs> Which I forgot to mention, but I thought about earlier, and then I didn't think about it. And I didn't think about, but had I, I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't think about it. You know what I'm going to do? I should just throw the spanner in the river. No! <laughs> and that way I never have to be reminded that I have to use it. Give it to me. I'll, I'll take the spanner. No, you're even slower than I am. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, I want to see all the colors. <laughs> I have a walking speed of 35. I might find someone to talk to. <laughs> there might be a flower pot or something. It could be my love. I could show the little child. Check out this spanner thing. You can see things in it. <sighs> Cheese. Or he would probably think it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, and that's worthy of our time. Yeah. Loyal listener sitting in traffic, riding on the subway. <laughs> Aren't you excited to find out if that NPC little child thing likes the flashy colors? Yeah, <laughs> I would be. One thing that little child doesn't like is rolling initiative. Please do that. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 20. No, 19. <laughs> I rolled a 19 and I lost. So, Skankra, you hear Grum from the bottom of the stairs and footsteps running up the stairs now and they have a metallic sound they sound a lot like runnus as he moves around clank 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 coming up the stairs okay i'm going to use my magic ring uh charisma save charisma save okay seven uh -huh. you want to text me the motivation or yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so clank, 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 sounds like running. Then the sound sort of splits up into two different sounds, and I'm really not sure how I'm gonna do this in audio, but <laughs> one set of footsteps continues to clank, 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 but the other set of footsteps is like clank, clankity, clank, clankity, clankity, clank, clankity, clank, clankity, clankity, clank, clankity, clank, clankity, and then all of a sudden you hear boom, 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 boom. <laughs> as someone falls down the stairs. <laughs> That's fun. It's also really fun to, like, hear all these random things happening and not know why. <laughs> That's true. I actually don't have an advantage with him not knowing. Yeah, you're right. All right, so I cast River Dance. <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly the sounds of pretentious, vaguely Irish performers. One of the dwarven guards is falling down the stairs. <laughs> uh, Dagan, your turn. You can see a guard running up the stairs now. He has taken the corner where you can actually see him. He's doing the standard wise move of a double-handed battle axe in the middle of a narrow stairwell. Yeah. I am going to charge down the stairs and cold punch of fury. Hopefully. Sweet. Uh, wisdom save, right? Yep, wisdom. And this is the point where Skankra insults you. Yeah, sorry, I was trying to figure out whether the child was heavy enough to use as a bowling ball, just throwing it down the hallway. <laughs> no! You want me to use my cold punch of fury on your face? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we have the advantage. We have the higher ground, so we could trip them down, like the non-river dance guys. Wow, it's a good thing it's an advantage. One was a four and the other one's a natural 20! Oh, shit. Okay. So, and then roll to hit the punch. Fuck! Uh, 13. 13, uh, that does not hit. He deflects it with his arm, which is covered in plate. However, go ahead and roll a d8. Okay. One! So your fist glows with this 
sphere of cold energy and it is such a brilliant and powerful glow that even though you miss, you freeze his hand and you can see ice just crust over the metal of the armor. He looks down at his arm and says, ah, cold, 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 and he's waving his arm around. <laughs> but it only does one point of damage, so uh, not the devastating blow I thought. And uh, I fucked up the order because <laughs> normally I can do a, a melee attack and then follow it up with a martial attack. I can run in here. Does it matter what order? I wouldn't think it would. If you can do both, you can do both. Oh boy, this is interesting. Then I'll try to stab with a magic knifey knife. <gasps> I missed. Less than 13. So scratch off of his metal armor. So you froze one side, scratched up the other, totally ruining the deposit that he put down for this rental armor that he got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always get the insurance, guys. You hear groaning from the bottom of the stairs somewhere, and then the guy with the axe takes a swing at the brightest, pinkest, glowiest object in the hallway. <laughs> yep. Uh, will a 19 hit you? Totally. Five points of slashing damage. Ow! Sorry about that, I had a cold. <laughs> Kaylee? Woof. Ugh. You suck, Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's standing right next to you, Dagan. She closes her eyes and concentrates and steps into the shadow where she doesn't disappear at all and is just completely obvious. And the dwarf stares at her and does a question mark face. <laughs> question mark face? <laughs> and then she like leaps out with her daggers like, ha! But he's not even slightly fooled and he just deflects the shots away. Hey, we're back to our normal selves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she tried the whole disappear in plain sight and then surprise attack, but none of it worked. You know, if she just played a boy band song, she probably would have done it. All right, then. So... On the exact opposite side of that, Runnest throws a child? <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, that's in the other hand. No! He throws his hammer a la Thor, and it sails over your shoulder and strikes the dwarf dead center. And this reddish mass of energy bursts from the center of the dwarf, splattering bits all over the place. Everyone's now covered in liquid dwarf. Whoa! But there is a brief second you can see a small hole in the air open up and you can see fire and squirming masses of figures and screams of pain just a fiery universe and then the hole closes back up and is gone and then the hammer is just lying there atop a pile of ooze jesus murphy i look at runnis but like i'm kind of very scared Oh my god! You know, I could probably make something delicious with that dwarf ooze. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what that was, but pretty bitchin'. Um, yeah, wow, okay, good work. Don't hit me, please! It's like a window to your inner child. <laughs> I think I just saw my happy place. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> so, ew. So that's everybody, back to you, Skankrot. Woohoo! You can hear the sounds of somebody trying to get back up to their feet after doing high kicks and plate mail. <laughs> groin pull! Groin pull! <laughs> this is a fun little toy I have here. I have so many ideas, but I'm not going to overuse it. Remember, you said you would only use it for good, remember? What? <laughs> oh! Well, okay. Oh, I, I can absolutely make that commitment. I will only use it for good by my definition of good. Yeah, yeah, okay, there it is. <laughs> uh, with great power comes great responsibility. And I know that I only will use this ring for good. Yeah. For good of America. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. Sorry, I forgot. The sound of that guy collecting himself and groaning, you can kind of visualize it in your head, right? Like he yeah. fell down the stairs, a big pile, ugh. Gets himself up to his feet, and then all of a sudden you hear clankity clank, clankity 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 clank. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
I forgot the time frame for this effect. It lasts forever. Awesome. All right, well, he's pacified. And I'll just keep going down the stairs. Okay, so you make it down to the bottom. There are two wrought iron doors built in into opposite sides of the very small room that is mostly occupied by flailing legs. <laughs> A battle axe lying on the ground, and all the contents of his pockets are now scattered everywhere. Oh, is there anything good to steal? Yeah, there's some coins. Uh, there's another racist key. Ooh, I take it. Okay. And, oh, and a, and a pouch. I take that one. Nope, you don't know. You're just talking to the flower pot. A pouch looks like a lamp oil pouch, but it's not lamp oil, but it's a liquid, but it's smaller than like a drinking pouch. You're used to the size of a standard water flagon. It's smaller than that, black leather, and it's pretty heavy, but it's liquid inside. Great. Delicious. Drink it. And you can see the fear in his eyes and the desperation as he twirls by you on his tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So is the door closed? Yeah, two doors, both of them closed, both of them heavy iron, one on the left, one on the right. Okay. The standard D&D decision. Left. Okay. Left is locked, Damn it. and it looks very much like a prison door. Very heavy. Okay. Right. Right is also locked, but is not a heavy door. It's it's metal, but it doesn't look like a heavy-duty prison door. It looks like Dagan could bash it down with a couple running starts. Yeah, I like doing that. That is how we measure the toughness level of every door, is how many running starts Dagan would need to crash through it. <laughs> That's right. So the prison door is about 100, uh-huh. and the other door is two or three, maybe. Great. Okay, but first I take all of my valuable things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to call into the prison door. Hey, NPC thing that we're supposed to be looking for. Are you in there? Guy I don't remember. Hold on. Just a second. Oh! Is it musky? One more for good measure. Alright. What was that, you puny wizard? Oh! I hear Thungren! I found him! I'm a hero! I'm a hero! <laughs> Thungren, is that you? You're a hero? You mean you just finished doing 70 pull-ups as well? I'm coming down! <laughs> wait, wait, I'll do some sets with you! <laughs> wait for me! No, is that sets or sex? <laughs> Probably two sets of both. <laughs> Who's to say? Groove until the musk runs out. We'll do some planks and then, you know, just see where it goes. <laughs> First we do a plank, then we do a bridge. <laughs> we'll do some Netflix and kill. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, so, Dagan, it is your turn. Well, I come sprinting down the stairs because I'm pretty sure I heard thundering. Uh, you've totally done something new with your... Self. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, you know, a lot of the places down here are pretty dark, so I kind of just light up the room, you know? Yeah. Hold on, I gotta do some squats. <laughs> okay, so Dagan is also doing squats on the other side. <laughs> that way, like, we can still maintain eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Unbroken eye contact. <laughs> Unbroken eye contact. <laughs> While the dude's doing river dance right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's that guy thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's desperately hoping to die. This is upsetting. An unbroken river dance in heavy armor is, sounds like the third ring of hell to me. <clears throat> um, so, uh, how long have you been down here? It seems like you must know something about ugh, all the things that. How many squats have you done? <laughs> I've done about 73, uh, 74. Mostly all I know about is uh, torture. They've been torturing me with stuff. I mean, nothing I can't handle, of course, but... No, 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 of course not. They keep asking me about stuff in the surface world. 
But uh, I haven't told them shit, so <laughs> they kind of gave up on me. But uh, food's not great. <clears throat> Did we ask you for a Yelp review? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two out of five stars. Did one of these guards have like a key to the door for you, or how do we get you out? How about you use the racist key that I just took off the river dancer? I didn't see that because I wasn't down there yet. Why is that guy spinning in the corner? Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, he likes dancing. Let me open the door so you can run to each other in slow motion. <laughs> uh, use the racist key? Yeah! Alright. Click, click, door unlocks. Skank Ra is the love doctor of love! <laughs> Bringing people together. So Thungren steps out, he looks thinner, definitely covered in a whole new set of scars. The word you're looking for is snatched? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? Is, is that another pop culture? Or? Pop culture, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> he is drawn, I think is the word, where you've lost all your water so you look extra vascular. Totally sexy. You seem like you might be thirsty. Here, I got some water. We all know you're thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pop culture I get. <laughs> but only because you explained it to me earlier. <laughs> Dagon is thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty for life. Oh, man. So you have water or something with you? I mean, I assume. I got this uh, vial of black goo. Drink that. <laughs> Okay. Well, you assume incorrectly, Dagan, because all of your possessions burned off when you were hit with acid. That's right. Don't forget you're buck-ass naked, so... Yeah, you're also naked, yeah, which helps the romance. <laughs> yeah. So, Skekra, do you give him that liquid? Yeah, here. <laughs> Drink some of this, it'll feel really good. I mean, what is it? Maybe we should think about that a little... Don't! worry about it. He yanks the cap off. Is there anything you drink, I could drink twice as much. Um, he drowns the whole bag completely. Basically turns it inside out because he's so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wasn't water. You know, I, I love you guys. You came all this way just, just for me. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Uh, I was hoping it was poison. That would have been so funny. And I never appreciated you when we were in prison together, but I gotta tell you. <coughs> he sits down on the ground and virtually passes out. Oh, is he drunk? <laughs> Very. Is it Quad Wuglum or whatever the hell it is? <laughs> quad Wuglum. Now I can't say it. <laughs> quad Wuglum. I had to use it in the commercial. Quad Wuglum. <laughs> quad Wuglum. That's what it was. Yeah, it was a walrus. That's right. <laughs> walrus sound. All right. So that seems like a good stopping point. So you're in a room with a manically dancing dwarf, incredibly drunk ex-prisoner. Future lover. I mean, you know, who knows? You stole the diamond from a concubine Of a wizard who could read your mind You got nowhere to hide, nowhere to run You stole the gold from the dwarven graves Then got yourself lost in the caves You got nowhere to Hey, yeah, you, I see you down there, all alone, in the dark. Is your shaft deep, but dwarven hands are in short supply? Does your heart say green mushroom, but the world says red? Skank Ra, he's the doctor of love. Skank Ra Jr., the doctor of love. In a hole, in a mine, in a shaft, in a crevasse Even when you pass an ass blast of gas fast He's got you He's got you Are you naked, glowing pink and incontinent But you've still been turned down by a musky bodybuilder A non-sentient object A faceless woman who speaks in lights And a ballista Well there's help, friend His name is Skankraw And he brings you love let me break it down. If you're having trouble making single into double, if you're trying to busk for some musk with your tusk out but no one's sniffing, there is someone to help you get intimate with a flashy lady you brought to a lava pit or with something distinctly inanimate. Don't commit or admit, you just get it. You get lonely, you want to misbehave, so anything's a friend in a cave if you're brave. 
take you from calm to consortable. Now when knows Scott and Sean are uncomfortable. You thought that cannibalism was gross. It's 